Welcome to another exciting episode of Tales from the Dog Pals, Separation Anxiety Explained. I'm Ness Jones. I am in Australia from Separation Anxiety in Dogs Decoded. And I just want to also let you know that it is 4am here. Woo-hoo. And with me today is... I am Stacy Bell in the US with Focused Fun. I am not quite as dedicated as Ness because it is 2.20 in the afternoon here. And you've got me, Sarah McLaren. You see what happens when the clocks change, it all goes to pot and we're all over the place. Four AM. Uh, uh, who am I from? I am from the UK from Separation Anxiety Center. What time is it there, Sarah? Uh, I don't know actually. What's that? Oh, it's six twenty-one. Six twenty-one. That's right. Yeah, that's- we're all all over the place. Anyway, today we're gonna. What we're talking about today, I do believe it's jumpy, mouthy. We want to grab you around as you get to go towards the door, and not let you out of the door, and all those exciting things that really get in the way of your separation anxiety training. So, in my experience, this protocol that we're going to be talking to you about is most pertinent to dogs, um, like Sarah said, that want to jump on you or mouth at you or block the door as you are trying to leave. And and maybe even some dogs who just have trouble settling at home. Um, Young active dogs tend to fall into this category as well as um, dogs who are sensitive to movement, like um, herding breeds, for example. Do y'all have any other ones that that you think really I think um young Labradors are prone to jumpy mouthy as well. <laughs> uh not not necessarily older ones, but definitely the ones under a year old seem to be the ones that kind of leap around all over the place. Um, yes. and um the other thing I've seen is is like young young lurchers slash greyhound whippet type things, anything that's driven by movement really and they seem to be the the more grabby ones. Think. And probably Malabar. <laughs> Although we don't know right now because Nessie's been eaten by hers. Uh. Um <laughs> yeah, no, um, I've got clients um that are <laughs> that um attack their owners when they actually come in as opposed oh, interesting. not so much attack, but um they get really, really playful. Uh, attack is completely the wrong word and very unjust and unfair. Um <laughs> but um uh, you know, like they'll start biting one of them it springs to mind it starts biting its owner's um pants when they come back in and I did an assessment one time where the owner was um getting um its shorts (laughs) (laughs) grabbed which was quite amusing I've also seen it in um like rescues who are um you know they've been in the house they've kind of in are in the process of settling into the new home so um they might not be fully settled in and just have a lot of um pacing and just inability to lay down if they're not actively chewing something or sleeping (laughs) so um, i've seen it be useful for that as well 
And, and I, uh, I was thinking of bully breeds that you get. Bully breeds tend to grab quite a lot as well, don't they? Mm. I have one client, you'll be interested in this, that grabs its pillow in its mouth and it's got a great big pillow, pillow and starts doing rude things with it. Oh, <laughs> the same kind of rude things that your dogs sometimes do in the background? <laughs> sometimes, yes, that sort of rude thing, yes. <laughs> it's um, quite interesting because you're like, okay, so it's not, it's not downloading onto the owner in terms of, you know, grabbing it and grabbing the owner, but it's it's using a thing, if you like, to um, mm. a displacement type. Mm. Yes, mm. um, it can also be useful for door darters, like dogs who like try to slip out the door mm. as you're leaving. So um, those are a lot of different scenarios where this protocol might be helpful to people. Do we mm. want to talk about what the protocol is? No, not. Okay, that's it for today then. <laughs> You'll have to do it in two weeks. <laughs> Meanie. <laughs> I'm just taking kind of like some notes from the series that we're watching. Well, we're watching a bunch of different series, but like they always end on a cliffhanger and I'm like one of those people who really likes closure, like lack of closure has always been really difficult for me. So um, I was going to try it with our listeners. <laughs> what, lack of closure? Yeah, yeah lack of closure. You know, it's, it'll build drive in them and make them yeah. more interested in tuning in next time. So, okay, the guys, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. We might do that one time and, and see if it works. <laughs> see yeah. if we get yelled at. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so I call this, I think most of us call it this, but I, I don't know if this is like the this very official terminology. I call this the jumpy mouthy protocol. <laughs> but um so for me, it's really mat training followed by door desensitization or doors of bore and then moving into um, departures. So how do you guys, do you guys do that same kind of procedure then for this kind of group of dogs that we've outlined? Yeah, yeah. I mean, start with, I'll start with place training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, place <laughs> mat training, training. Mat training, yeah, I know, whatever. Same, same. Um, just, I'm just teasing. Um, yeah, yeah. Start with the um, the mat training, and then um, yeah, get the owner out the door at the very for starters. I mean, that's helpful, isn't it? If you can't mm -hmm. get that out the door, they're <laughs> in trouble. Well, I think for um, it's it's what you said about calling it place training. I think that's really important because some people call it mat training, some people call it place training, some people call it boundaries. Some people, what are some other names? <laughs> That's the only three I can think of right now. On your bed. Yeah. So I think um, one of the big things for me, at least when I'm guiding a client through this protocol, is that um, I'm not doing a formal downstay with no. the dog. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of like suggesting, hey, this would be a great place for you to hang out while we start this other activity. So yeah. building that behavior of hanging out on the bed and then um, starting to desensitize to them moving towards the door 
yeah that definitely with the with the map and we want to make mm. sure that we do it out of context to start with so that we're not trying to do teach them how to go onto a mat or how to chill out on a mat and do the door desensitization at the same time initially you want to right. start off with them completely separate so that the dog actually learns to get to a point where they can happily stay put on that mat while you wander around all over the place too quickly then it's all just going to fall apart because once we do right. start going out of the door, then it doesn't matter if they stay on it or not does it that's no. not the point you don't need to stay on it it's not a stay no right and that's yeah that was the yeah a good point that was um stacy sorry it's 4am my brain's not really working <laughs> as well as it should be <laughs> so um uh what was i saying <laughs> Um, yes, I think no, so, made an excellent point. Yes, I was trying to say that, Stacey, very clumsily. Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously if we were teaching a downstay, we would expect or hope that the dog would stay there the whole time. Um, but, yes, with this, we just want to be able to get out the door safely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, indeed. Just to give the dog an alternative to hanging off your trousers or your shoes. And it, I don't know about you yes. guys, um, but I don't think, you know, it's not even forever. Like once they kind of, once the owner gets out the door, mm. you know, for a few times they can, you know, they don't even need to do it. The owner, the dog finally um, gets it, hopefully. Mm. Yeah, I think once kind of um, you, you start a solid foundation with the mat training and once they've got that you add in the door desensitization and we can kind of talk about how we might tweak this for dogs who are super sensitive to to movement but and and then once you kind of work through that training plan then moving on to departures and if the dog is handling all of that you know is able to comfortably um watch their person leaving and and you can drop that the mat training part of it out um it, it's like just like with home alone training is like you're establishing that new way of doing things that new neuro pathway and a lot of times even if you don't settle the dog before you leave the dog will then just go to the bed anyways because that's what it's they're used to um mm. from the training that you've done so far yeah and it's also i think one of the other things that helps to cement that kind of work is if you also use that map out of the separation anxiety context mm -hmm. if you want to use it for other situations where ideally you would like the dog to stay in one place so like when you're chopping carrots in the kitchen and you don't want to trip over your dog or when you're going to collect something from the front door or other things that you can reinforce the behavior mm -hmm. of staying on that which then gives them an even better history of good things happening on that mat so right right when you need it for the departures i mm. love it i love mat training for so many things like you said for you know when you're cooking when you're eating when you're going out when somebody comes to the door when you're on a zoom call when you're watching a movie when you're you know like there are so many times are you trying to have a gut, Miss Stacy? No, I'm not. Are but you I, trying to I, say I, my dog I, should be mat trained? Should be on their mat no, now while we're on the same I love, I love your dog noises, but um, yeah. I do have a couple clients who struggle with Zoom calls, so <laughs> we've worked on that as part of it. But, um, oh. but it can be a really great tool even outside of training. 
Yeah, for mm. sure, for I mean, sure. I've, I've clearly got a mat over my shoulder because that's where my dog's hanging at the minute. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't mind, but if at any Zoom calls I do during the day and he does go on his little, there's a little mat that's on the sofa and he goes and curls up on there and he'll stay there all day while I'm doing Zoom calls. But after two o'clock, when I finish work, if I'm on a Zoom call, he's over my shoulder. Oh. It's almost like we're back to timekeeping. You know, he's got his little clock that says, I've, I must have finished work. It's after two o'clock. Therefore, right. he right. And yeah. cook me while I'm doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're dreading the afternoon podcast times when it gets warmer. Yeah. Because he is very warm. Yes. It's like a little space heater over your shoulder. He is, especially because he's got no fluff, so it's just skin. <laughs> skin. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so we, we were mentioning that if your dog is super, um, this can help for dogs that who, who are more um, triggered by movement. But in addition to starting with the mat training, um, we can do a little bit differently with the steps a little bit differently with um, doors of war or door desensitization to help your dog um, be able to handle that better. So um, you can, instead of like, if you are on a step where you're walking to the door um, and putting your hand on the doorknob, for example, um, instead of walking to the door and putting your hand on the doorknob and then walking back to um, your chair, you might just stand at the door and then put your hand to the doorknob and then put your hand down. And then for the next rep, put your hand on the doorknob again, instead of walking back and forth. So that can really help some dogs be able to, um, to get through the door desensitization process a little bit better. Alternatively, you can, um, give yourself or give your dog bigger breaks between steps on doors of or if you're on like if you're on a step where you're just standing up from your your seat um and you're not walking to the door yet or if it doesn't make sense for you to be standing at the door for whatever reason you can also give yourself bigger breaks so uh wait longer between steps so it's not so much all at once after remember last week when we spoke about last time when we spoke about greyhounds and how they um, kind of a tendency to think that if you're going out of the door at certain times then they're probably going for a run one of mm -hmm. my clients um, with the ex-racing greyhound they've they've had great success with the stationary version of door is a bar because it didn't matter how big a break they put between the movements as soon as they moved and went towards the door to open it she'd try and she'd run because mm -hmm. for her, it's time to go out for a run it's daytime mm. and you're moving so we right, must be going. Right. So the stationary thing really got them through Dory's a bar to the point where you know they're out for quite a while now. In fact, they crashed mm -hmm. two hours on an evening. Wow, which was that's awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. The um, other thing that can really help with that for dogs who are kind of having trouble because they're anticipating going on a walk or a run mm, or doing which something is often fun. the case, yeah. Yes, is um, just giving them a cue um, of when they're coming with you and a cue when they're staying. So a cue of when they're coming with you might be putting their harness on, 
and saying, you know, you're coming with or um, in a queue for them staying might be be I'll right be back. back. See you. I'll be back. Um, and we've talked about this in other episodes, so we won't spend a ton of time on it, but that type of thing can really help for the dogs who are um, struggling so much because they they're expecting something. Again, um, with your magic, with your, with your go to place queue or your map queue, that mm-hmm. it's, you want to use the map for, you know, I want you to go on this map when I need to stay in one particular place. That in itself can become a, a, a queue for training, for departure training. Mm-hmm. rather than Yes. Mm. So do you think we should just run our listeners through what it looks like? Because not everybody knows how to do place training. Sure, go for it. What's that, Sarah? Have we got a video? Didn't you do a video? I did. Well, we've got a link to that in the show notes then. <laughs> it's only up to a certain point, though. Oh, what um, does that mean? It only goes up to a point where you... Um, it's not the point where you're getting out of the door. That's okay. I might need to, re- I might need to redo the video or re-edit it anyway. Just add like a, isn't it in two parts? You can just add a third part to it. Well, we can put up, we'll put up what you've got and then you can just, we'll add the other one later when you've got it that too. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we don't even need to talk about it then. (laughs) You know, if somebody can't watch it, watch it, not all videos are are what people want to see. So feel feel free to run through it. Um, I just wanted to, before we get that far, to just to sort of categorise what we mean by jumpy mouthy, or the 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 guys that this would work for. So it's the ones that are jumping up at you on the way out as you're trying to leave the property, as you're trying to go out of your door. They're the ones that are jumping up and grabbing your pants, or trying to grab your hands, or just running along with you and trying to get in front of you to the door. Uh, the door dashes, the ones who want to sneak out of the door as you open it. Um, and for your guy who bounces about when they come back in, that's an interesting one. So that would also work if you worked on it enough to be able to send them to the mat when you come back in. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't do it all the time. He only just does it every now and then. So when he's in a playful mood. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ellera and Snoop. <laughs> He was originally called Snoop Dog, but then he was too cute, so they call him Snoopy now. <laughs> and he's doing really well. He's just hit the 30-minute mark. Oh, well done, Oh, um, well, I'm sure we all take, um, do it differently, but, um, you know, you start with a cue, get on your bed, lots of food, treaty rewards, yum, yum, yum. I take, you know, take one step back feed on the I always feed on the beds never off mm-hmm. the beds yeah and um use a, a command as opposed to maybe a marker word like yes I might use free to get them off the bed um but the interesting thing with place training I think is um again that we don't expect them to stay on it while we're outside the door you almost have to think of it as then, well, if you are working in the kitchen, you would want them to stay on and you want them on their bed, then you want them to stay in there. But if you're on the outside of the door, you can't you do anything to reinforce it if they are on the bed or do anything to get them back on it if they do get off it. 
hang on yes mm-hmm. that's right. yeah I said that right didn't I yes, yeah whereas if you're in the yeah. kitchen <laughs> if you're in the kitchen you can so mm-hmm. how do we differentiate for the dog that it doesn't matter if he gets off you know are you undermining your kitchen training for example if you let you know I think for me the part of the the thing we're doing it in the kitchen is that you're actually reinforcing the behavior of staying on the mat when you can so even though you're not doing the, the departure training you can reinforce it lots and lots out of departure training um now just for once it's not my dogs <laughs> oh, she's muted up <laughs> um yeah, so I, I think what Sarah was saying was that um, when you are in the presence of your dog, you are at least on a variable schedule reinforcing them staying yeah. on the mat, whether you're in the kitchen or you're at a cafe or you're, you know, wherever. But when you leave a house, there is no way to reinforce that. So like you said, you know, you really, and that's a, a big reason why I don't like to use a stay cue because mm. um, I feel like, you know, it's an unreasonable expectation unless you're putting a lot of time into like in, in the work that you do into going out of sight and really building that up with distractions and that sort of thing. And I just don't think that most people either A, have the time for that or B, want to do that for their mm. dog um, for when they're home alone. Um that that's just more like we just want to get out the door. And so I think in my experience, the dogs have been able to differentiate um, the starting mat behavior versus staying on the mat um, for cooking and eating. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, basically, it's a case of high reinforcement history initially when you're teaching it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then Obviously, you've got the 3D, so you're using your distraction, distance, right. and duration of the dog on the mat. Um, and distance would be how far away you go initially. So mm-hmm. one-step reward, two-step reward, um, and distraction oh, uh, duration, how long they're on the mat. So you would gradually build up the time for that. And then, of course, your distractions. Not so many distractions, I guess, initially with a dog um, – doing this type of training for Doughty sensitization, but eventually your right. distraction would be your Doughty sensitization, you standing up, walking to the door, mm-hmm. opening the door, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, depending on how the client wants to use mat training, I will give them a training plan for just what I think we might need for, for them to get out the door. But if other people are like, oh, gosh, I see myself using this, you know, in all of these other areas, then I would give them a more extensive plan working more on the distractions, like you said, or distance or duration or, you know, whatever. But for for people who just want to be able to get it, just use it for home alone training, then, um, you know, I'm not talking about going to other rooms and leaving them there for 30 minutes or, Mm. you know, like that to me doesn't have a huge use in home alone training, but just being able to stay on my mat. So I, they're them stay on their mat. So the person can get to the door without, um, you know, with the dog being calm or relaxed or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever words you want to use. 
Thank you for joining us for today's episode about the um, jumpy mouthpiece protocol. Um, Remember, this can help with dogs um, in a lot of different scenarios that we've outlined, but we're starting with mat training, and there's a lot of ways to do mat place boundary training. Um, You can follow a step-by-step protocol. You can shape it. There's just lots of ways to do it, so there's not one right way, but if you're working with a trainer, they will give you a plan. Um, Then door desensitization, which we call doors of bore, and then moving from there on to departures. Um, so hopefully that will just help your dog feel, be in a more relaxed state as you move towards and through and out your door. Um, I am Stacy Bell in the U.S. with Focused Fun. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Focused Fun Dogs and on the internet at FocusedFun.net. And you've been listening to me, Sarah McLaren from the U.K., from Separation Anxiety Solutions and you can find me on Instagram, on Pinterest and on Facebook. (laughs) How is Pinterest going? Uh, Slow. (laughs) (laughs) I'd keep putting pictures up. There's probably more pictures of Ernie than anything else, but hey uh, I have to have a look. Uh, I'm Ness Jones. I am in Australia uh, and I am from Separation Anxiety and Dogs Decoders. You can find me on Facebook or my website, which is nessjones.com. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Doghouse Separation Anxiety Explained. You can find us on all good listening apps. And Ooh. I'd like to say I'm about to go back to bed and have a snooze, but that's probably not likely. <laughs> anyway, oh gosh, I'm tired though. Yes, we'll um, catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.